Hello, and welcome to Stuff I Freaking Love. Yeah. My name is Jonathan Shea. And I'm Caleb Reyes. And we are two friends. Um, Good who, friends. Yeah. We don't see each other enough, but that's okay. Uh, and we are just starting a podcast about uh, things we love talking about. Or that we love that we don't necessarily always want to talk about. So it's just kind of an excuse. The deep things. The deep things. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, Jonathan and I have been friends for quite some time now. And uh, just, we tend to have some fun banter. Yeah. So, you know. And we don't see each other now. Exactly. So this, this combines both of those things. <laughs> so we just want to have a... And an opportunity to be able to listen to ourselves talk. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't love that? This it's, is not for you. This is for us to just listen to I love to over hearing over my again. voice sound way higher pitched than I think that it is because of the way my school works. Uh, <laughs> of course. And, you know, it's, it's just an awesome thing. Um, for starters, I, I guess we'll introduce ourselves. I, uh, Jonathan, am in the coffee industry. I am a barista some coffee in Nashville uh, shout out and I actually also own a very small uh, micro roastery that just happens to sponsor this podcast our how, primary how sponsor how weird is that um, but they're they're great. they're great people they're just awesome really uh, ethical and you know just everything that they do really down to earth people yeah. too I also uh, know music um, guitar in a band for a while Jonathan is like the the person I wish I could be. He's, he's like my Fight Club version, I guess. <laughs> I'm your Tyler Durden. Yeah, he's my he's my Tyler Durden. Um, he's very talented and just wow. just a generally dude. That is high praise. Yeah, that's high praise. <laughs> as far as my introduction, um, I am pursuing physical therapy uh, currently um, in graduate school for that. But that's not who I am. Wait, aren't you going to be a doctor? I'm going to be a doctor of physical therapy. Whoa. Which is kind of like a doctor. Can you fix my back? Right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is actually... It, this podcast will be me fixing Jonathan's back. Yeah. I mean, it's something he loves. I love when my back works <laughs> the right way. You'll hear random pops. I've been told that it's not here. quite aligned. Your, does that mean you need chiropractic stuff? Oh, wow. No, we do similar We'll things. get into that later. We will. Things uh, I freaking hate, our other <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Stay tuned, folks. Yeah. Um, um, but so yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm pursuing uh, physical therapy. I also dabble in, in musical things. Um, I'm not nearly as talented as doing that. Um, uh, yeah. That's it. That's, that's all you pretty do. much. That's pretty much my life right now. It's not very incredibly interesting. But yeah. We met at uh, the soda parlor in Nashville due to our love of YouTube and also sodas. That's the and thing I freaking love. Yeah, soda and free pizza. Who doesn't? Shout out to Colin Rogers for just you know doing him. What a great guy. He's got a TV show now. Go check out Final Space. It's coming out end of February. I'm incredibly excited I'm so about excited that. So good. How weird is that? in Times Square and crap. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that's us. That's us. And uh, let's get into this. Sweet. Stuff I freaking love. Sponsored by The Simple Coffee Co. Coffee shouldn't have to be complicated. 
The Simple Coffee Co. is a micro-roastery committed to simplified excellence. Go to thesimplecoffee.co to get your coffee beans in single bags or subscription, repeating every week or month or every few weeks, whatever your pleasure. Alright, so we made some, some cookies from... Uh... What is this, your, your grandmother's recipe? Um, what was her name? Nestle Toulouse? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's they're great. so good. The best thing about the recipe is the fact that they already come pre-made in like little in, squares. In little, like, cheese cube type yeah. things. And all that's left for you to do is just to preheat the oven and make sure you don't burn them. Which, which like... <laughs> Which is a big task it's for me. It's surprisingly hard. It's like, really hard for me. That sounds really easy. I'm really glad that we decided to make cookies, but at the same time, I feel like my voice is about to close up. Any <laughs> Excuse me. Um, uh, interns, grab the milk, yes. please. That might make it worse, actually. Anyway. We have so many interns. So, let, so many. <laughs> Jeffrey, the trash is full again. Um... <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. Let's just dive right into this. Yeah. Um, hey. Some, oh, Jonathan. Yeah. Yes. Tell me about something you freaking love. Okay. Well. Why wow, you caught me off guard? I wasn't ready for this. Oh. Uh, something that I freaking love is audio tape. Audio tape. Audio tape. Explain. You've heard of cassettes. I assume. Ah, yeah. If you were born before the year, when did they stop? The using those oh gosh uh well, cds came out in what in the 90s surprisingly i've heard that cassette sales have gone up 30 percent. they have in the past so year. that's what's interesting something along those lines. right that's what's interesting especially in japan for whatever oh, okay. they have like uh almost like nostalgia shops where like mm. but it's just cassettes or like they've just come back into was into it vogue. into vogue um Vogue magazine even has picked mm-hmm. them up. Probably, I don't know. A whole cover and, that's just a cassette tape. Right. So audio tape is physical analog sound mm. recorded onto, surprisingly, Scotch tape. Scotch started out making, the, the company Scotch started out making audio tape instead of sticky tape. Okay. But you also use sticky tape when you, when you, when you splice it. Anyway, so audio tape is great because... There's a there's a whole lot of argument between the musical community about analog versus digital, mm-hmm. and analog being the physical format um, tape. Like a lot of studios use really big, like two inch wide, like basically expanded version of what's in a cassette, and that honestly like is what everybody thinks sounds the best. Like okay. it just it has this quote unquote warm tone to it. And a lot of people will even, even if they record onto digital, they'll transfer it to tape and then back to digital just so it can have that sound to it. Um, Because digital is just kind of like basically a vast nothingness. There's no, it's just blank. Like it doesn't, it doesn't affect your sound at all. Um, Which can be a good thing depending on what you're doing. Like I guess with pop, you wouldn't necessarily want that uh tape effect but um tape is literally like magnetized to have the sound like with record grooves how they Mm. it's physically in the record yeah tape is little tiny magnetized um 
things. I don't remember what it is specifically, but mm. it's it's magnets. It's uh, kind of mind blowing to me. To it's, be honest, it's really crazy. I didn't that I didn't it. know that that's exactly how it was until recently, and I think that's fascinating. Yeah. Um, but tape is also used. Um, so there, the formats are cassette. Um, there's reel to reel, which is like what they use to record in studios. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are a bunch of like smaller. Um, versions. There's like a reel-to-reel version of a cassette, which is just crazy. You can take each tiny reel out of a cassette. Um, those are really hard to find. But uh, so it's it's just really cool, and it's like it's fun to use the physical tape to do things. And mm. um, guitarists will use it. That's where uh, if you ever heard of tape delay for guitar effects, that can literally be done by using a reel-to-reel tape machine. Interesting. Um, yeah, you basically feed. You have your signal go into the tape machine and then back out into your speakers, and it and there are two different. There's a record head and a playback head on okay. the tape machine, and they're yeah. just far enough apart that the signal going from one to the other, if you pick both them up, it will delay. Um, so that's very cool. I also just recently learned about that. I've just been nerding out about it because it's just so much better. I don't like staring at a computer screen all day. I would rather, you know, have a, a physical piece of media that I'm editing. Like tape edits are really hard. You have to mark, you have to find exactly where on the tape that you want to cut it, like say with a different take, if you like one part of one and a different part of another one. To put them together, you have to cut both of them at the exact right part where there's no audio like between Mm. between a hit like for a certain instrument um and you have to cut it there and then you have to cut it on another one and put them together and then make a very small um piece of tape hold them together and i just think that's cool like you have to work for it yeah it sounds very time intensive but like really satisfying yeah yeah so you you because you've made a physical thing Mm -hmm. like it's it's it a piece of art. Music. And it's it's a lot more permanent than than digital is. Um even just because like with with uh what's it called? Pro tools, um, every few years your sessions don't work anymore. Like Oh, that's really frustrating. <laughs> you're just like because yeah. if you don't have the right version that they were recorded on, mm-hmm. you just can't use them. And you can't like open the session back up. Gotcha. Uh it's just like, who wants to do with that? Yeah. That's frustrating. Do you have any cassettes that you've been listening to or audio tapes that you've been using recently? So I'm, there are a couple that I've been meaning to get. There's, I've found, I've, I've been really, I've been getting into, there's this community on, on Instagram of um, a handful of people that use a lot of like synthesizers. Um, and like hardware synthesizers like keyboards and Eurorack modules just like if you've seen like the wall of of synthesizers with like wires coming out all over the place like different colored wires yeah like uh hans zimmer uses them a lot what a guy uh what a guy and uh dead mouse dead mouse five also uses the five them. i know the, yeah the, the guy and uh okay so they use those and then they will put a specific part through a tape machine to have the tape affect it 
and then run back through their other stuff. Like there's a guy that uses a micro cassette recorder, mm. um, which are just really tiny tapes that are used for voice um, recordings, just like reminders or like voice memo type okay. stuff. And they're so crappy on, and they use them on purpose because of that. Um, so if you, anything you run into it, like some people will run a dry guitar signal into it and then have it loop back through their effects pedals and it sounds really cool like it just okay the tape really affects it um and distorts it and makes it sound great so there's this whole community of guys on instagram that do that and they just kind of make fun noises but they also have almost almost all of them have come out with their own recordings on cassette like they're a couple of them yeah. are on a label, uh, a recording label that only does cassettes, which I think is amazing <laughs> cool. and yeah. hilarious. And uh, I don't know. I I used to think it was really silly when people like would put out a cassette version mm -hmm. of their their album, but cassette has actually been proven to be pretty much just as good as digital, um, like CDs. Um, yeah. And you have to listen to it through the right things. Like same with like records are you can't just get a, a, a portable like crosley one with tiny speakers built in and yeah. expect it to be amazing yeah th there is something really like special um about that kind of almost nostalgic sound like even yeah. if it is a record being played on on the the crappiest speakers right. or a, a cassette you know, coming through all distorted. Um, sometimes that can be in and of itself uh, a really um, just like a sentimental way. Yeah, it's like an experience. Yeah, just a different experience. Thing, yeah. I actually um, I participated in the increase of cassette sales this year. <laughs> um, what did you get? I, I, it's just one. I, I got uh, John Mark McMillan's um, oh, yeah. Borderlands. Borderlands. What um, a guy. That album John Mark shout is out. incredible, absolutely phenomenal. It is. It's incredible, um, especially the acoustic version, or whatever it was. It was uh, the Borderlands sessions. Oh were yeah, also really good. so good. Had a bunch of he had a bunch of his friends on there. There's there's something really special. I keep using the word special, and my girlfriend gives me a hard time about it, so I, mean, I apologize. Yeah. But the there's something generation. that's okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's something really. Um, sentimental to me about that album uh in general just how very real and vulnerable uh john mark's writing is in totally. that album and it, and it evokes these really powerful emotions in yeah. me um and so I, I i tend to listen to it in in times where i'm i'm feeling crazy or just need to express yeah. emotion yeah, yeah, yeah. uh anyway but so to listen to it on a cassette tape in my car, which still has a, a cassette player, <laughs> awesome. which is fantastic. That is um, great. Yeah, it's horribly distorted. Oh, totally. And it it's it almost kind of has this droning like uh, yeah. in the background um, as the car's warming up. Uh, but that like amplifies amplifies the emotions in me even more. Right. Sometimes uh -oh. I don't know what it is. It's yeah. just like it's this weird experience, and. It's like because I think our our generation has grown up 
like with technology advancing so fast so rapidly that yeah. like it doesn't even surprise me anymore when something new comes out like i just found out i didn't just find this out don't judge me uh <laughs> that teslas can actually you know legally drive them like self-driving yeah. cars and like if you told that to me when i was 12 yeah. like I'd have just been like jumping around all all crazy and amazed because that's mainly because that's you not so full of Mountain Dew. Absolutely, uh, but no, I, code no, red, I totally dude. Agree. <laughs> all the way. Yeah, uh, for sure. No, but I I, I agree. But I like we, we we search for like authentic things mm-hmm. that like I think we really we really like physical things. Mm-hmm. Um, we've become desensitized to the new and now I think yeah. we're shifting back to, to longing for the vulnerable, right. longing for the slightly messed up just to give yeah, us a sense yeah. of, of maybe how to, things used to be. To be meta, we're a little <laughs> messed up too. <laughs> we are. We really are a little messed up. Uh, man, we're getting deep on I know. I didn't one. expect Ayo. this to happen at all. <laughs> I, love I was it. like, this is going to be a silly thing. Um, but yeah, no, there's, there is, uh, something very sentimental about listening to those, uh, even though, even if a record or an audio tape might sound objectively better in its right. essential format, yeah. there is something really, um, unique to being able to listen to them, uh, with that distortion. Right. And, uh, right. it's just kind of a different experience as, as itself, I guess. So yeah, audio tape. It's flawed but great, just like me. <laughs> flawed That's but beautiful. Flawed but beautiful. Easily, easily destroyed. Um, <laughs> all it takes oh, is a that's magnet. So sad. And gone. Uh, I too get crumpled up sometimes. <laughs> How many comparisons can I make? I too okay. get unwound. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Caleb. What, what do you love? So many. If you things. had to pick a thing to talk about. Yeah, um, it's that funny that I I just love. like really dove in and talked about the the vulnerability and um, just the. I guess this drive to to. Experience the real again, uh, but one thing that I've been really loving is this. Uh, musical artist who's very heavily produced. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I think his name's Pitbull. I don't know if you <laughs> if you've heard of him before. Dale, Dale, Mr. Three Hundred Five, Mr. Worldwide, <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. I miss that guy. Where is Man, he? Where's Pitbull? We need a resurgence. He's probably of just off doing his thing, and where we just are oblivious to him. Pitbull was a necessarily evil oh, totally. in our society. Totally. I would be nowhere without Pitbull. I'm going to be honest with you, Jonathan. There was a period of time where I really dug Pitbull. No way. <laughs> yeah. His first, like, maybe two or three appearances, um, I was like, yeah, <laughs> I can dig this. Those, now, were, you those to- were dark times. <laughs> You have to remember, I'm half Mexican, oh. and so it kind of like struck a little chord in me of like, this guy, <laughs> I can I can hang with this, um, and then after I think maybe his second or third appearance, I was like so done. Oh yeah, yeah. He uh, but he didn't. He stop. has that effect. Yeah, <laughs> no, he, he didn't. He didn't stop. He didn't let us stop him. <laughs> no. Now that we've talked about. Um, now that we've talked about Pitbull, that's not. 
That's not Somebody something I'm thinking of. Somebody email in and tell us what they love about Pitbull. He's, he's somebody's yeah. uh, thing they freaking love. That's true. See, that's one of the great things about art, about music, is that it, it's all, to some extent, relative. Yeah. Like, And one of the worst things about art. Yeah, yeah and one of the worst things. <laughs> if you've ever been to a uh, modern art museum. That's a, it's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I love certain things. These are we're going to be talking about things we freaking love, yeah. And at the same time, we're going to be mentioning things that other people freaking hate. Oh, totally. And there are somebody things... be, somebody might be like, I never want to see a cassette ever again. Yeah, absolutely. And there will be things that we never talk about that yeah. are other people's like favorite things right. in the whole world. Just write in. And it's and, very unique. And force us to talk about things that you love. Yeah, I, I mean, I think this might actually be a cool thing because I want to maybe explore other things that other people love. That we might not uh, know about. Yeah, that I can spend time with and, totally. and expand my horizons. Wow. Yeah, making... Um, Put that on a 90s motivational poster. And you know what? Maybe we should expand just your make, horizons. make some t-shirts. Okay. Things we freaking love, expand your horizons. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it, but it's very like kind of 70s looking okay. with like faded colors. Yeah, tie-dye maybe. <laughs> Well, I'm no, not okay. like, like like dated, like yeah, 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 dated. So it would fit in with like a sun with like kind of lines across sure, it, sure. Um, and then this big line that goes across, and then underneath it, it says "Expanding Your Horizons" in the Stranger Things font, obviously. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So anyway, yeah, the other day I was talking to my friend Cindy about how her hair oh, I hate is that just girl. out of control. Out of control. She's the the kind I've of person in our friend group that yeah. we all like talk bad about behind her back. Yeah. But I figured it was just time that we just brought it to light. Yeah. And let her know that we all kind of hate her. Apple uh, iTunes podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, back to what I freaking love. Um, I listen to lots of different types of music and have been recently, um kind of delving into some more poppy realms mm. uh which has been fun and new for me yeah um I, yeah i've been doing that too yeah i think there for i won't say for the first time because there's a lot of great music in the past mm. um but i feel like there's kind of um like pop has expanded Oh, totally. You know, yeah. there's a lot of things that sound kind of poppy and catch Pop your elements. ear. Yeah, yeah, lots of those elements, but that are not overplayed a million times on the radio right. and still have in, like some really great lyrical right. quality. And yeah, and, there's a difference between like good pop and like radio, just top forty. Yeah, money. Pop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is um, sad that that's kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I've been listening to uh, Bleachers a lot. Oh, uh, Jack Antonoff. We, I could talk about Amazing. that guy forever. Oh, he's my he's my favorite. He's I so good. Got to see them recently. Oh, very jealous. Uh, it was a birthday present from my fiance. Man, and uh, it was amazing. It was just so he, good. He, I, I have only good things to say yeah. about him. He's, I he's actually, the best. I made a playlist on Spotify of like all the things that he's kind of had his hand in. I think Caroline did too, which is really That's crazy because yeah. they're all like it's a lot. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot it's a of stuff, lot, but it's also like he's got such a unique sound. Oh yeah, that, like, you can you can tell when it's <laughs> when he's helped out on it. Exactly, you can like listen to things from different artists 
and it still feels like a Jack Antonoff. Absolutely. Like, but song. he doesn't affect it so much that it doesn't feel like the artist's thing. It's yeah. like they collaborated on it together Absolutely. and it's got like pieces of what his sound is. One on of my it. favorite things is uh, how he worked with Lord's new album, Melodrama, yeah. um, because I was n- really not a huge fan of her mm-hmm. album before that. It's a little different, yeah. I think it was pure heroin. Yeah. Um, it was. Lyrically, it was still really great. Mm-hmm. Lord does a great job. It was with still that, very Lord conveying that emotion. <laughs> yeah. um, but onion rings everywhere. It, <laughs> it almost uh, it almost felt too Lord, and I and I yeah. feel weird saying that, but I just felt like she was given so much free reign to be melodramatic, so Lordy, that it wasn't really like people weren't able to connect with it. Yeah. Well. And what Jack Antonov, I feel like, did really well with Melodrama, the new album, is that he took all these elements of who mm-hmm. she is um, and and brought those aspects out. Yeah, like made them cohesive. Made them cohesive yeah. and also made them really, really listenable mm-hmm. um, to a way that like still conveys who she is, but also... Um, are like really fun to listen to and allow people to access those uh, emotions in, right. in, a, in a better way. Right. That might not have been fans before. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's really cool. Uh, but the guy I want to talk about today is um, kind of a newcomer, uh, a new kid on the block. Oh. Um, his name will. is, yeah, he goes by Cautious Clay, uh-huh. which I think is... Is that spelled the way that great. I think it should be spelled? Yeah, or Cautious okay. as in... Um, With a C. That little kid on the playground who doesn't want to come me. talk to yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, that was me. Yeah, but then it's also a, a play off of uh, Muhammad Ali's uh, real name, Cassius Clay. Right. Um, so I knew that. Of course you did. <laughs> Brilliant. I actually, I actually think I did, and then I just, you know, it was back there somewhere. Yeah. And then you just, I just it. had to you access it, it back for out. you. Yeah. That's great. Totally. Um. So yeah, Cassius Clay. Uh, I randomly found him uh, a few weeks ago. I was hanging out with my girlfriend, and we just had this playlist on while we were hanging out. And one one song came on, and we were both kind of looked at each other, and we were like, "Whoa, this is real good. <laughs> this is like real good." Yeah. Um, and so we looked up who it was, and uh, then shazammed it. Yeah. Yeah, or we just opened Spotify, to, uh, <laughs> and we're yeah, like, "Oh, yeah. that's what we're listening to." Oh, that's what, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, that makes more sense. And so, so we did that, and both like obviously really dug it. So we went and listened to his other stuff. So, as I said, he's new. Um, he only has three singles out currently. Like total, total. Whoa. Um, he's done some work with other artists. Mm. He he did a cover. And I think a remix. Those were his first two things on Spotify. And then he released a single called Cold War, which is the song that we heard. Good name. And uh, it's it's so good. It's one of those songs that you can just kind of, like, it's great, like, kind of background music. Mm. Um, in some ways, it's very smooth, Relaxing, easy yes. to kind of listen to. Yeah. But it also like captures you which is exactly what happened to us like it was kind of in the background we were like nice and then all of a sudden we were like all invested yeah, we yeah. were like in it we were like what is this this is so good totally. and, it, and it does that um 
he uh, I think he's from New York um, kind of a, a younger guy he's uh, I think my age 24 and um, he's been making music for a little while I read somewhere that he used to play the flute and the saxophone Whoa. growing up all right um, so that's where he I actually first... wanted to play the saxophone so bad. Oh, I think the saxophone is fantastic. It's, there's just something about it. Yeah. My favorite, one of my favorite rock bands is um, from England, Nottingham, England. They're called uh, D.I.D. <laughs> and for a long time, one of their main instruments, apart from the, your typical rock outfit, was a saxophone. Hmm. And it just adds such a unique kind of difference. It does. To you it. know who also uses saxophone a lot? Kenny Jack G. Antonoff. Oh, Jack Antonoff. <laughs> <laughs> Not Kenny G. Oh, him too. Yeah. No, uh, Jack does. Maybe that's why I like him so much. Maybe saxophone is just what that's pulls, what pulls everything me. together. Well, if you listen to Cold War, this single by Cassius or Cautious Clay, oh, forgive me. Not by Muhammad Ali. <laughs> not by Muhammad Ali. That would be a different song entirely. Um you're you're in it it's very kind of like uh, that poppy feel yeah. kind of electronic mm-hmm. but then uh, near the end kind of the bridge area this beautiful saxophone swell comes in oh, and you're just like okay okay oh, taking you to different places i like it uh that's one of the things that i freaking love about um specifically that single is that with every turn of the song um a slightly new element is mm. is in there. It, it doesn't feel like a drastic change, but it just like almost draws you yeah, in a little like bit a, further like each a time. Journey. Yeah, no, it's so great. Huh. Uh, and one thing that um, is an element on that song that Cautious Clay does really well on that song and on uh, his other single Joshua Tree is these incredible vocal swells mm. with like different part harmonies. Interesting. Um, and it just like it acts almost as a, another instrument, like an imaging heap type of thing. Where uh, the, kind of, but it's, mm, it's what you say. It's more um, here and then it's gone. I guess it's huh. it's not like where Imogen would use it kind of throughout the whole right. thing. Um, just like random places. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Cautious Clay does a great job of using it to emphasize specific moments, hmm. and it it's really just so fun and really beautiful. That's awesome. So I feel like I'm talking about this a fair amount, um, but there is uh, just a huge emotional connection with for me with this song as well. Um, it, I feel like his lyrics are, as I spoke about with John Mark McMillan, like kind of very honest. Yeah. Um, we've kind of talked about our generation and kind of where we're at, and I feel like he taps into some of those things. Yeah, we're just so tired of fake crap. Yeah. Yeah, um, in Joshua Tree specifically, uh, his lyrics are are really, um, what's the word, Uh, gripping to Hmm. some extent. Um, He talks about like, it almost sounds like he is just done with the the idea of love. Hmm. Um, I think the first line is, um, but I fear those who love me, and and in the chorus he, he... kind of belts out I don't want to be loved um and uh just kind of dealing with the frustrations of that and and Hmm. I know I've been there I mean uh currently I'm in a great relationship but went through a lot of years of frustrations oh yeah singleness and oh yeah 
Uh, it was like my thing for a long time. <laughs> I was like, yeah, just the single guy. Yeah, I'm I'm that guy, and I yeah. feel like more and more in our culture, um, there are lots of people who are experiencing that. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's not normal to get married like right away anymore. Like my parents were married when they were like nineteen and twenty one or something like yeah. that, and that was just the thing you did. Yeah. Um, and it definitely does not feel that way anymore. Like I, I still know a lot of people who are getting married, getting married at those ages, but it's not near as many as I feel For like sure. it used to be. Absolutely. I mean, times are changing, yeah. and it's it's weird. Just like Bob Dylan said, <laughs> he was right. He was right. That guy, Man. he knew something. Man, he knew something. Um, but yeah, I think it's. We could talk about the culture a lot. Um, <laughs> that's and we not already have <laughs> what this podcast is about. No, it's but, not. But you know, to be honest, like. I'll be very open. Like I'm, I'm an incredibly deep feeler. Yeah, me too. Um, like that's just a huge part of yeah. who I am. And so when I talk about things I love, I talk about how they make me feel. Right, right. How um, they and you. so that's invariably going to happen. Yeah. Uh, on this podcast, it, it's going to start off really lighthearted, and we're going to be making <laughs> jokes, and then all of a sudden, I'm going to be like, "Yes, but this," and like, and that's what makes me cry every yeah, night. Yeah, and that's why I go to sleep in tears. Um, whether they be good or bad to you. Oh man. Uh yeah, I'm just I'm a highly emotional person and I and that's not a bad thing. Um and I, I want to embrace that in myself. So I'm okay with talking about the culture. I'm okay with talking about uh you know, all these different things because I think they're related. I think sometimes we try and compartmentalize yeah. so many different things, but um this life is a journey. It's all one yeah. story and yeah. and all the different themes uh, interact with each other. Yeah, and I mean, you're a product of your environment, too, so that, like, obviously, your culture has a lot to do with that. Absolutely. Um, hmm. Hmm. I guess this is going to be a deep podcast. Oh, man. I didn't... <laughs> We're going to hmm. talk about things. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> didn't see that coming. Well, Jonathan, uh, I've I've shared my love for Cautious Clay. Uh, if you're listening to this, I would, I would encourage you to go listen. We'll try um, to find a clip or something. Yeah. On there. Who knows how... I don't even know how licensing works with podcasts. Can we just, like, throw up a song on there? Uh, hopefully not throw up, but can we, we can throw in a song. Throw, okay, that's better terminology. Insert. Insert a song. We can uh, upload. I don't know. Something. Whatever it works. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, so, anyway, I've, I've talked. Jonathan, tell me more about something else that you freaking love. Oh my gosh! Okay, this is I'm really excited about oh, this. Oh wow, <laughs> you're been... <laughs> you're very passionate. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, um, I just got over a cold like last. Didn't you? Weren't you just? Sick yeah, as I had well? the flu. Oh man, Dude, how about... the the flu that is sweeping. Oh man, this area. the nation. <laughs> uh, so anyway, okay, I absolutely adore the Danish language. Wait, the Danish language? The language of the Danes of Denmark. Hmm. Oh man. Okay. All of my Danish friends, if you're listening to this, hi. That's hello in Danish. <laughs> <laughs> it okay. already sounds very it, complicated. It's so, okay. It's, well, hold on. Before you even get into yeah, it, can you okay. just like say a sentence in yeah. the language just uh, to kind of give us some context? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Dean little bitty hoon el mal noodle. What? Which means that was awesome. Your tiny dog is cute. Of course it, of course it does. <laughs> That's so um, good. So I a little a little setup. Uh, my band um, goes to Denmark every year. 
they've um I was only in the band for like a year. They've been a band for ten years. Um and they go to Denmark every year, uh, through Youth for Christ, um cool. which is an organization that does stuff and things. And yeah. <laughs> they uh they have a, a an office in Denmark and they bring like American bands to Denmark and have them travel around and um go into Dan, uh, Denmark has these like boarding schools after high school and it's just like a normal thing that you, you don't it's like optional but a lot of people send their kids to this boarding school after high school and it's a couple years and Sweet. um there's like it's kind of unclear why <laughs> it's just like a thing they do yeah. um and it's still like school I feel like I would have appreciated that though. Yeah, it to not sounds... have to like make the decision of like where, right. what I want to do with my life. It's kind of more right just set up for you, and it's great. And they're all over the place. There's so many, and okay. so you literally just tour around to all these different schools. And we were like sleeping on mats in like biology classrooms, and it was great. I bet Matt got really sore by the end of this. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm that, sorry. That was a uh, that was joke. awful. I, that <laughs> took me a second to get it, honestly. Uh, and so we would get to a boarding school. Um, set up all of our gear in the like gym. Mm -hmm. Uh, hang out with the kids all day. We like got to go to the classes with them all day, oh, cool. and uh, it was really interesting because they talk about Americans a lot, and like we would in their classes, yeah, and we okay. would go up. Oh, and this when I went was. Are you right... sure they weren't doing it just because uh, yeah, you guys possible. were in the class? But, but it was right before the elections. Oh, okay, this that makes sense. this past yeah. elections that we don't really talk about. And they were real. <laughs> they were real election. scared about what was going to happen for good reason. As were we. As were we. I was equally scared. Uh -huh. And uh, we would do that, and then and we would like get up and say all the Danish words we knew, and um, and then at night we would play like a rock show for them, like full on, like jumping off the of stuff and and headbanging and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was it was a blast, and they got really into it, and it was great. Um, and I bet so that we, was really cool for them to see you guys in just like a casual. Oh, it class was awesome! First, yeah, and then and then get to just party with y'all, and night. then just whipping my hair back and forth. <laughs> and the Danish people are very like reserved, and so I fit yeah. in really well. <laughs> they uh, as an introvert, and they they're really reserved. So it, it like takes a lot to get them like out of their shells. Mm -hmm. And but once you do, like they're just they'll just be jumping around and that's awesome. And even the even the kids were like that, but it was great. So we did that for like a month straight. Like it was a long time. Uh, got to we there were breaks and we got to go to like awesome coffee shops. Like my favorite coffee shops I've ever been to in the world are in Denmark. Um, they're both in Aarhus, Denmark. Um, nice. They've got a great soccer club. Oh man, do they? I Football don't. Football club. Forgive me. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't really know. I know no. they do have a football club there. I don't know how. <laughs> and they're probably all right. Yeah. Uh, In their league, they might be all right. La Cabra Coffee, if you've ever get the chance to go to Denmark, is the best. I remember you. Best me about coffee that. I've ever had. Uh, it's it's an incredible experience. And anyway, so during that month long time, I found out that I pick up languages fairly easily, like just naturally. Yeah. Um, well, you guys were pretty immersed in that. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. And it definitely... We went to a few different countries, but that's definitely the one that I picked up the most. Okay. And also, because they're like... It's really similar to English somehow. Like, mm -hmm. it, it look, it, like, you could look at a really long Danish sign, like a street sign or mm -hmm. something, and almost be able to translate it. Because it looks like the gibberish version of English. Like, if you're like, <laughs> kind of like speak in gibberish 
but try to make it sound like English. Yeah, kind of like one of those things where they like will write a sentence in English, but they'll like switch around a few letters, and your yes. brain can still right, and you can still read it. Yeah. and so it's it's very similar to that feeling. And um, but the a lot of the words are just so similar, yeah. like, and they just sound so silly. And like, so one of the things that we would do um, in the the classrooms is the kids think it's think it's really funny that Americans can't pronounce Danish words because they're just, it's like, it's a difficult language pronunciation wise okay. because your tongue kind of doesn't do anything. It just like sits in the back of your mouth <laughs> and just kind of, just takes just a kind of hangs out. Yeah. yeah. And, and so they would like try to get us to say like for somehow the whole country knows certain words that Americans have a hard time saying. I think there's yeah. like a commercial that was like talking about Americans not being able to say something. That's so funny. they have, a, they had them all ready for you. Right. Yeah, exactly. It was crazy. Uh, they have a food item that okay. is very difficult for Americans to say. And it translates to red porridge with cream. Okay. And Sounds interesting. Uh, none of them had ever that. tried it. So I don't know why they knew that that was a thing that they could tell us to try to it say. It was just the word that they knew just would be the hard thing. for you to say. Um, so it's, I still have a hard time with it. But it's, it's, and wait what yeah yeah it and it's spelled out really weird but it's I, that i'm still messing it up that's incredible um, i'm sorry danish friends <laughs> uh and so you'd have to go up and like give your little introduction like i my whole my whole thing um was hi that's hello hi uh yeah hello jonathan yeah i come from usa uh yeah i spiel a guitar uh yeah I, Ja elska kaffe. Ja, ja tæller lidt dansk. Dansk er super svært at lære. And that was like kind of the thing. And then I would just have to go walk home with flu because I knew <laughs> no, I knew they you would knew ask about ask it. You, yeah. So I might so as just well just get it out of the way. Jumped ahead. Um, but that. Okay, so I picked up a lot of. Yeah, what you right. Said. So it, it sounds uh, pretty similar. What was that last kind of phrase um, before the weird word? Danish is really hard to learn. Danish is really hard to learn. Okay. <laughs> Dansk er super, fet, super svet til Yeah, see, that does sound it just, similar to English. Right. It's very it, interesting. It sounds so close. And um, so all of the Scandinavian countries also, I, I've heard that they can, they all speak different languages, but they can like kind of understand each other, yeah. um, which is really weird because they're like completely different languages. That's crazy. Uh, but they all have all, similar All of those like Scandinavian ones? Is roots. that what you said? Yeah. Okay, so for those of you who are listening who don't know Danish well, see if you can figure out what Jonathan said um, just now, and, and maybe we'll, yeah, we'll uh, reveal so those some, answers later. So, some some just fun words. Um, oh, my, my favorite word out of all of the words that I learned is for, um, what's it called? Mole. Just like a, a mole in the, like the, the, the animal. animal. Okay, gotcha. Um, because for some reason, uh, Denmark has like a mole infestation. Like yeah. you just like be driving around and there are just mole hills everywhere. Um, actually, uh, my favorite word is for, for mole hill. Okay. Um, Do you just go around saying, hey man, you're absolutely. making mountains out of mole hills. Yes, <laughs> All absolutely. the time. <laughs> I would just like get every excuse to say the word uh -huh. because it's so much fun. So it's mulvabishkul. Oh, and just beautiful. like you should try saying it. Okay, say it again. Mulvabishkul. Mulvabishkul. Yeah, uh, that's great. Just, I think mole is mulvab. Mulvab. And um, 
I would, I would like go up, just like go up to people and say, what was the sentence? It was like, uh, du ha mangamulv abeshkule. <laughs> and, and it's just, it's which so, means, and they just kind of, you have many molehills and they would just uh, kind of stare at me and, and it was just so satisfying. <laughs> Um, duha manga That's incredible. Yeah, because uh, in Danish, um, to for like plural, it's uh, you add like an uh sound at the end, so okay, school becomes mulvabeskule. Um, okay, yeah, 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 plural. And it's it's just oh. great. Like it's just so yeah. funny. And <clears throat> Denmark is is just a great. I should have made this just Denmark in general because I love Denmark. Uh-huh. Um. It's a very cold place and it's very clean mm-hmm. and very clean. It's very safe. Like we used yeah. to, we would joke that like you could walk around naked in Copenhagen in the middle of the uh-huh. night and nothing would happen. Someone would probably give you a coat. <laughs> like it, you'd, <laughs> you'd be fine. Yeah. Um, it gets really cold uh-huh. uh, and it's just a great place and it's so small. Like it, you can drive from one tip of the country to another or to the opposite one in six hours, I think. Mm-hmm. The whole country. That's cool. And so we would also joke that we've been to more of Denmark than most Danes have. Because they, most oh, Danes gotcha. have. Yeah. Because they, they, I guess they, as a whole, just like don't Pretty travel to their, their, the rest of their country yeah. all that often. They travel, a lot of them had been to America. Um, Interesting. A lot of places that I haven't even ever been, and <laughs> which was weird. Uh and we went to Paris, Texas. Yeah, really. And they would a really funny part of our routine was like we would um draw out like a really bad sketch of the United States and then ask them how long they think it takes to drive from one end of the country to the other. Wow. And they would guess like ten hours or eight hours, like mm-hmm. to drive across the whole country. Yeah. Um and because they and had, we just laugh at them. It's like it's like over it's a lot. Of, it's like close to a hundred hours or something. 100? Like it's sixty or eighty or something. Wow. It's it's a lot. I um, know my my family. We used to drive from here to New Mexico, and that was a good like from Nashville. Then Nashville, yeah. Yes. Um, that was a good like twenty six yeah. hours. It's, I think it's long, and that's yeah. That's not even yeah. That's in the middle still. Wow, it's a lot of hours. It's a lot um, of hours, especially if you drive from like the the farthest away places. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so just yeah. But I can I can really understand your love for Denmark. I kind of have one myself. I've, yeah, I've told you my grandparents were missionaries there for a while, and we got to visit them for about I want to say it was a week to ten days somewhere mm-hmm. around there. And I, I mean, I agree. Like Denmark is it's a wild place. It's 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 really not, and that's right, what that's I love the about thing. it. It's that's like it is the most just serene. The people are incredibly They're loving great, yeah. and just like sweet. Yeah. Um, and it just it, it almost just like as soon as you are there it just feels like home absolutely you know yeah um and and you can hear that in the language you can see yeah. it on the people's faces just everything about denmark is just uh is so lovely have you heard of hugo yeah yeah i would yeah. love for you to talk yeah. about that so hugo is uh, a Danish word, obviously, um, that doesn't have a direct English translation, mm-hmm. which those words are always great. Yeah. And 
it basically it's like a it's like a really hipster word right now in the the US has finally found out the the hipsters finally found out about the word and um I had no idea what it was yeah. when I went over there and they were like oh you dude you've got to experience Huga and it's spelled H Y G G E yeah and you've heard of it mm-hmm. I can tell you're you're a hip man well um I heard it when I was there as well oh um, duh because they talk was, about again, it a lot. Again, way back in the day. Well, my my grandparents had learned to really just oh, love the yeah. concept. And so they were like, hey, you guys should know about this. It's really cool. Yeah. So it basically means cozy. Like mm-hmm. comfortable. Um, so I guess the best way to describe it is it's like it's like a way of living kind of. Like they they have a corner of their house that's like the Hugo, the Hugo corner. Mm. Um, and... It's just, it's just a place that you want to hang out in for like hours. Like there's no TV in that area. It's just like some, some comfy chairs and couches, lots of blankets, uh, good like mood lighting. Uh, maybe there's a window next to it and it's like, it's just like a comfortable lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're all about like Danish, uh, Denmark's all about like interior design and like they're really good at it. I love it. Um, I love their They're so good style. at it. So good. And a lot of like interior um furniture. Of course it's furniture. What am I talking about? Patio yeah. furniture. Well, I mean uh, like I know what you're talking about. Like furniture IKEA companies is from as, like, Scandinavia, Sweden Swedish, I think. Um, Similar design. Right. And so cuz it's so cold up there, you got to stay comfy somehow. <laughs> of course. And you might as well make a good time out of it. And, but then it's also, it also translates to outside of your living room. Um, it's like in, in a restaurant, it'll be with a bunch of Danish people and they're all, they'll all, like the table will be really big, but they're all like huddled together. <laughs> like they're, they're just like, it, it has to do with people too. And I, I still don't have my brain completely wrapped around it, but it's, it's just this fun thing. And a lot of the comments that they'll make are like, ooh, this thing is really Hugo, or this, or that's not quite Hugo. Yeah. Like, it's like a debatable thing. I think and... kind of <laughs> one of the big thing that encompasses all of it is just like somewhat of the idea of like, to some extent, it's like living in the present. It's, yeah. It's yeah, it's about, like living the moment. Yeah, it's like being with totally. people. It's, it's very heavily about relationships. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you said, just being close to people. Yeah. Um, and just kind of making your life comfortable with people around right. you. It's like it's like good vibes. Yeah. That really that cool. might be the best like translation. Yeah, but it's it's you're right. It's a very specific thing of yeah. like kind of this cozy corner in your yeah. house or this special gathering between your friends. Totally. Um that it, it it is kind of an unspeakable thing. Yeah. Not unspeakable. It's weird. It's it's, it's it's just hard to put Yeah, in. it's like an unspoken rule type of thing. And uh, my favorite experience of it was we were staying in Denmark um, with this Danish priest um, or some kind of um, spiritual authoritative figure. Yeah. And uh, head of a church of some type. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> and uh, he had a corner of his house that was just like, I can see it right now. And it's like mm. just beautiful. Like it's, they like white a lot. Um, they have a lot of use of white and like um, bright colors and light woods um, and he had just like this, this really nice couch. It was right next to a window. It was raining when we were there. Mm. And I just like hung out there for like hours, like yeah. in the morning. And he made us, um, like bread rolls, like mm. for, um, almost like for toast sort of like you would put 
they're they love breakfast food. Yeah. like breakfast is like it's the big deal the best part of denmark and it was just the most comfortable i've ever been in my life like it was i, I want to go back there right now i wish we were podcasting from there yeah. at this very moment Dude, we should totally make a little corner for Hyuga in in this apartment. I mean, you have two futons <laughs> right next to each other. The tutons. You're actually you're actually pretty close. Yeah, no, honestly. I honestly I, I like uh, kind of the layout that we have and it does feel I I love having people over and I think that's kind of a part of it as well, yeah. is that it's right. about having it's very people inviting. over. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so we, we've kind of laid out this little living room to be able to do that. So that's kind of fun. It's the most comfortable living room I've been in in a while. <laughs> that's very good. Being that you. I've, I've just never seen two futons next to each oh, other. it's fun. It's both fun. facing the same way. <laughs> we get, we get pretty crazy. It's exactly like you're picturing it. it that's how it It's looks. exactly like that. Um, yeah. one thing that I, I wanted to like mentioned I just thought of this one of my friends um, who I'm in a, a kind of a, a church group with he was telling me about a Christmas tradition that his family does mm. um, and every Christmas Eve they go to this like bookstore and they buy like a whole box of books Whoa. and so their Christmas tradition is like they just on Christmas Day I think they'll get up and maybe do presents in the morning or something but for most of the day they just sit in front of the fire in their living room and all are together reading books. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. And I was like, that is like fantastic. I know also, it's not for everyone. How did you find, how did, how did those parents get so lucky with their kids, like being readers? Well, I think it's... You have a whole family of introverts? Like, <laughs> I think it's something that, you know, they started doing when they were that, and their that children were sense. kids, yeah, and yeah. so now it's like a very a sentimental family yeah. tradition. I mean, I can't expect that every family would do that and yeah. it work. Um, yeah, it's got to be a specific family. That's crazy, uh, though. But yeah, that's I, like, I was like, what a great that tradition. And so uh, this year, kind of, we had a, a a little day trip. My family and I went on, or a one night trip. And we stayed in this really cool inn. It felt almost like White Christmas. Yeah. Where like everyone oh, was what a great film. everything else. Yeah. So good. Um, and there was a moment where like you would walk out into the lobby and there were, there was a couple with like no shoes on in their pajamas yeah. wrapped up in a blanket <laughs> reading next to a fire. Yes. And I was like, this is what I want to be about. <laughs> it's so That's refreshing. And again, so... we're coming back to the, the idea of like getting rid of technology. Yeah. And just experiencing that real, you know, Justin Timberlake really got a hold of that with his new album, Man of the Woods. <laughs> Is that what he was getting a hold oh, of? Yes. Okay. You should watch the music videos. They're they're crazy. Oh, I love um, the the Say Something music video. Uh, which one? Directed is by La Blaga Tech. Oh that's yeah, that's amazing. Absolutely unbelievable. It's so cool. That's one of the best music videos I've seen yeah, in a long time. It's amazing. Go watch. It's on YouTube. Go, go watch, watch it, it. R- right now. Right. Turn Stop off the this podcast. podcast and go watch. Go the watch video. it. Um, because we're about to talk more about it. No, we're not. I don't know. <laughs> we're not gonna do that. Sorry. So Caleb, I've been talking a lot. Um, I love what? hearing you talk. <laughs> I'm I'm glad because that's all podcasts are. <laughs> yeah. Unless you've got a video podcast, which like who has that kind of money? Uh, oh, but we what, gotta do a video podcast. What's that? That would be just so much work. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it wouldn't. We would just set up a camera. Basically, uh, what we'll do is we'll just um, 
start the podcast and then just put the phone in our back pocket. And so the video is just us, whatever's behind us as we're walking around. <laughs> we'll go to dog parks maybe for those dogs. So dog you have lovers. a visual for what's going on. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So, But you've got to listen to it before you watch it. It's a very weird visual too because it like gives you some context clue of like where we are. But not a whole lot. But not a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. So what's, <laughs> what's another thing you love? You freaking love. Oh man, I I freaking love a lot of things, and that's that's funny. We were talking about this uh, a bit ago. He like, didn't have a second thing. No, I uh, I didn't have a second. He didn't thing. have a second thing. I have a second thing now. But He's got one now. We were we were talking earlier of like, um, that's a phrase that we like actually use a lot. A lot. A lot. It's that's... just like ah, oh, I freaking love this. Yeah. Um, both of us, both individually. Of us. So basically, what I need to start doing is every time I say that, just write it down. Just write it down, oh, so we man. can talk about it That's later. That's perfect. On. Um, but yeah, something that I freaking love is uh, is comedy, and that uh, we'll comedy. we'll talk more specifically. But I have realized have just realized a specific love for comedy. Yeah. Um, in the past couple years. Me too. Yeah. It's, yeah. I didn't think that I would ever get into. I didn't think it was a thing you could really get into. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> That's a good sure, point. there are comedians. Yeah. I've seen a lot of episodes of Seinfeld. Well, I just you didn't know. think that I would be one to frequent, and I'm still not one to frequent like a stand-up club or anything Oh, yeah. Like I've, that. I've been to like two stand-up shows my yeah, whole life. which are but, so but, fun. But comedy specials, on the other hand, hey, watch a lot of those. Exactly. A lot. Um, and that's something that I've started doing, and, and, and maybe it has been out of necessity... I really don't like the way I just said necessity. Necessity. <laughs> um, Enunciate. Yeah. Um, out of uh, out of somewhat of a um, necessity from like being in PT school, it's like very difficult. Um, yeah. In good ways. Oh, I bet. <laughs> like I, I love it. Um, but like this is how to fix people. I'm using my brain in just like you're gonna fix my back later. Yeah. In increasing. Uh, amounts every day I feel huh. like it's like I'm just stuffing more and more and yeah, more in my brain and remember. using it in different ways too right um, and so it is very nice to be able to relax um, they even kind of encourage us to do so before a big test like study huh. up to a certain point and yeah. then do something where you can kind of just shut your brain they off. tell you like specific comedy things to watch yeah, they, <laughs> oh by the way if this you haven't one's seen real good. the bit about <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld's bit about donut donut holes. Donut holes. If that's how you say donut. Um, quick question: Do yeah. you spell donut D O N U T? Oh, what a debate! Or is it D O U G H N U T? Well, I like D O N U T better, uh-huh. but I <laughs> I don't know. Like yeah. I I feel like I use that one more. Also, very important: Do you spell mustache M O U or just M U? Just M U. Really? Yeah. It, See, that feels super weird. Unless I'm weird saying to me. a mustache. Okay, that that makes sense. But like, I don't know. Like M U. You spell it M O U. I tr- I try wow. to every time, and my iPhone says no, no, no. <laughs> Hang on there, Hang Steve Jobs says from the grave. <laughs> There's probably a dude on the other side, just like no, allowing <laughs> uh, this. Sorry. Yeah. You tried. Yeah, I tried. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I've gotten into comedy um, in in a lot of different forms um, over over the past few years and that is something that I freaking love um, so that has kind of like 
come out in a lot of different ways. Um, specifically, like you said, stand-up specials yeah. is something There's that's so just, many of them now. Yeah, there's so many, and they're really fun. I don't like all of them. And, no. And that's okay. Not even close. I think everyone uh, has their own kind of niche yeah. in the comedy market, I would say. Right. Um, and some of them do not appeal to me. No. In the same way that certain types of music do not appeal to me or certain types of food. Right. Um, and that's okay. I think uh, I was listening to a comedy podcast the other day. and um, Which one was it? It was uh, Pete Holmes's podcast, oh, right. uh, You Made It Weird. Right. Uh, which I love. It's, which I need to listen to. It's very fun. Um, and they just talk about real things. They talk about comedy. They'll talk mm. about just all these different things. Oh my gosh, even, we, should, even religion. we should start a podcast that just talks about other podcasts. Oh. That's a great idea. Write that one down. Brilliant. <laughs> anyway. Um, but he, Pete Holmes was talking to Brian Regan, who's one of my favorites. Brian was probably the first comedian that like I really listened to. Hmm. Uh, my dad found him somewhere and his friend burnt a CD All of right. Brian Regan's uh, live album. And I listened to that thing like so much to the point where I can still, to this day, probably quote the entire special. Dang. My my dad had a uh, Mike Warnke record. Okay. Um, and I would speed it up on the record player. Nice. So it was like just, you know, chipmunks making jokes. Yeah. Oh, that, that sounds fun. So funny. Hey, we should start a podcast called Chipmunks Making Jokes. <laughs> and just tell tell jokes like kind of slow and then speed it up. And speed it up. Yeah, it'd be really funny. That would be funny. <laughs> Great idea. Yeah, but um, in this podcast, Pete and uh, Brian were talking and, and Brian is, is kind of known to be this cleaner comedian um, and he's got kind of a, a sense of humor where he kind of, to some extent, just belittles himself and talks about like... <laughs> Self-deprecating ah, human, dumb, like I did this. It's so dumb. Deprecating Whatever. comedy. Yeah. yeah, I said self-deprecating human, which yes, he may be. I don't know. <laughs> His comedy is is somewhat that way. Yeah, uh, but he was talking about. He's like, I I love and appreciate all these different types of comedy, and I feel like sometimes people want you to fit into a specific mm -hmm. box, um, like because that's the comedy that they like. Just the thing, you and do. that's just not. I feel like there's more of a stigma with comedy than there is about other forms of art, art and entertainment. If you I want guess. to call it that, yeah, yeah, to some extent of like people are like, oh no, you have to be like this. Yeah, usually it's just dirty. Like it's just yeah, some of them are. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I think we both tend to go for clean comedy because it's. I feel like they have to work harder. Like yeah, you can't you really just make the obvious joke, and I don't know. And there, there are like more and more of the the cleaner comedians that are are really funny and i don't know i i think it it takes more to get there yeah i think um for people to just make like dirty jokes i think it's like so expected of the comedy community. and any old man can do that you know yeah yeah exactly i mean that's what like games like cards against humanity yeah. and like stuff like that they're meant to elicit that like primal dumb yeah inappropriate sense of humor that right. we kind of all have whether we yeah. want to think we and that we do and like i've been through high school and i'm just it i got tired of it yeah <laughs> you know? yeah but one guy that uh i really love and i know that you do as well is is john mulaney oh my gosh um and he is he's not 100 percent clean no not at all but uh he has somewhat of a classier sense of 
yeah. humor. I mean, he's he just like an his... old soul. Yeah, <laughs> like, like he does all of his stand-ups in a suit, and and right. I appreciate. And he runs that. around a lot. <laughs> he he does move around quite. He a moves bit. around a lot. Yeah, but yeah, John's great. Like he is, he's so funny. Um, I I wish that I could better articulate why he is so great yeah um maybe as we talk more about we're gonna this, figure it out we'll we'll figure it out for sure um but yeah he just um i don't know i think he sees things in a, in a way that are i think that's kind of the job of a comedian though yeah he's especially like seinfeld really does that like if you watch uh comedians in cars getting coffee yeah. which is just yeah. phenomenal you'll find that he'll which is basically almost, a podcast it's it is a pod, it's a video podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's and, what it is. And he it's like he does stand up all the it's like that's his life. Mm-hmm. Like he I mean it is his life. But he will well, just, just do it with funny. everything. Yeah. And he'll be like, Have you ever noticed how this is like this and, uh-huh. and how silly it is? And and it's just like he just has that that brain to do that. Yeah. And it's great. I I wonder I almost wonder what it would be like to be in the brain of a comedian for a day. It's probably just yelling. <laughs> for some people, it may. You're be. not funny. <laughs> yeah, all the crippling doubt. I know there's so many. It's things. Jerry Seinfeld's voice yelling at you. <laughs> You're not funny. Not funny enough. <laughs> um, yeah, but no. I mean, there are a lot of comedians who deal with severe depression and anxiety oh yeah that seems to be a common theme which is terrible and so maybe i wouldn't want to be in their minds they make others laugh because they cannot yeah (laughs) um but uh yeah that's uh yeah i've always thought about being a comedian and it Mm. and then i immediately i'm like there's no way that i could survive that yeah um i think the reason they're probably depressed is because they had to go through the lower levels of like working your way up in comedy gosh i can't believe it I've been to one comedy club because my friend was, like, brave enough to try to get in to stand-up. Mm-hmm. And they just have these, like... The clubs are so vicious. They're, they, like, will go through all the regulars that are there every week and they'll, like, they'll like pity laugh for each other because they know their jokes aren't funny. Yeah. And then they have a, have a whole sign-up sheet, but nobody gets to go. And it's... Like, my, we were there till, like, really? 1 a.m. and my friend didn't get to go. And they were like... If you didn't get to go, there's this other place that's starting up uh, an open... And it was an open mic night. Uh, it was yeah, like, this yeah. is other place that's starting an open mic night in 10 minutes if you want to race down there. I was like, I'm not going. Like, I, I love you, man, but, like, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> stupid. You shouldn't go either. And uh, I think he did. I don't know how, how it went. That's crazy. But, yeah, it's awful. So they've had to go through that. So I feel like yeah. that's probably why... Well, absolutely. They're I mean, so depressed. Every comedian has their own story about yeah. bombing early Oh, on. absolutely, yeah. And it's, and it's kind of... It's really intriguing for me to listen to, but it's also like really like it's gotta so be sad. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, and that's one thing that I I really love about um, Pete Holmes. I've mm. been talking about him a yeah. fair amount today. Um, he is like really just such a breath of fresh air yeah. in in the comedy world because almost all of his jokes, some of them are. Um, what's the word a little cynical Mm -hmm. about certain things but he just has this really almost sweet like childlike wonder about (laughs) life and about the world um that he like (laughs) one of his things is like hey we died let's laugh (laughs) like like we died you know this this world is not um it's 
our days aren't guaranteed. Yeah. But the fact that we get to exist right now is such a gift. So, like, let's enjoy it. It's so laughable. Let's, let's just laugh. laugh about there it. are so many funny yeah. things. That honestly makes me feel a lot better about a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's so, it's honestly, it's so great. And he'll, like, he he talks about that a fair amount. Yeah. Um, I was watching um, one of his segments of him on Conan, uh, his... Uh, late night show and uh and pete was talking about how he just said you know i i there are certain things that'll just make me happy for a whole week you know you just have (laughs) you have an experience and you can just like ah that's that's so good (laughs) and the story he tells is absolutely hilarious he was he talks about how he wears like just t-shirts when he goes flying places because he always sweats for some reason i pictured like paragliding or whatever oh, goes flying. Yeah, just fly. yeah. no 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 on an airplane um he always wears like, ah just a airplanes t-shirt. yes and uh one time he was wearing a t-shirt that uh it, it had it said dr seuss green eggs and ham just <laughs> like it yeah it was just it was the the green ham green eggs and ham green hams and eggs green hams and egg uh logo and right. that's all it said yeah and he's walking through security, and everybody's tense, and it's just kind of this weird, you know. Security is just kind you of you know how security is, yeah, of course. Yeah. And uh, all of a Shout sudden, out he walks by this this lady, and uh, kind of from the side, he just hears, "What you know about green eggs and ham?" <laughs> <laughs> just this lady from across the, the one of the TSA employees. <laughs> She saw her shirt. What you know about green eggs and ham? Oh my god! And he was like, honestly, that made me laugh for a good couple weeks. I could just go back and think about that. Um, and he's like, I want to institute that. Oh my gosh! In my life, instead of getting angry at people, just look them intently in the eyes, show my disapproval <laughs> with my facial expression, but this, but then just confuse them and go, what you know about green eggs and ham? <laughs> I had that experience with um, listening to. We're just going to talk about podcasts a lot. Yeah, let's um, do it. Listening uh, to whatever Ira Glass happened to be making at the time. I think it was probably This American Life. Ira Glass. And at the end, they always, you know, in the sponsor, it's like made by Chicago Public Radio. Uh-huh. And which is really fun to say if you haven't said it before. Like, say Chicago. It, and I just, I ruined it. just butchered I, it. I totally But that's it. the funny thing. So okay, let me try it again. Try again. Try again. Chicago Public Radio. Chicago Public Radio. Chicago Public Radio. So, they're saying it, and I'm, I'm just dry. I only listen to podcasts when I drive because it, yeah. it's, like, passive. For sure. And um, I can't, so, because I can't, like, be looking at things and listening to a podcast because you have to pay attention. Yeah, of course. And... I'm Wait, just so you're like, not looking at things while you drive? That's kind of no. I have my eyes closed. Me. Okay, good. And I'm. I think I was like driving to work, and yeah. I'm, and it's a nice summer day, and I. But in my head, I hear, um, made by Chicago Pub Adadio, and I was like, <laughs> I gotta pause for a second. I was like, Chicago Pub Adadio. What does that mean? What is that? And then I, I thought about it for a second. I was like, Oh, Chicago, Chicago Public, Public Radio. Radio. Yeah, it's so much fun to say. That is really fun. Or another one that happened. And it just made me, like, it still makes me laugh whenever I think about it. Um, I also had, um, J, what is it, J.P. Morgan & Morgan is, like, a, a, yeah. a law firm. And I in the commercial, the guy was like, I'm John Morgan from, um, oh, it's from Morgan and & Morgan. And, yeah, yeah. And I heard, I'm John Janorgan from Janorgan & Morgan. <laughs> 
got me going real yeah, good. My, I, that's so funny. My ears do the same thing. Or yeah. I don't know if it's my ears just or my brain things or together. whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'll hear things that are definitely not what the person just yeah. said. Yeah. Um, but it's always very amusing. That's why it's important to enunciate. Yes, necessity. Anyway, what were you saying? I don't even. <laughs> we were talking I get about lost comedy. With the, oh, comedy. Yeah, and how much we love comedy. John Mulaney is my all time favorite. Why do you love John Mulaney so much? He. We're talking about your favorite. I know, but I want to hear yours. He. Okay, so when I, when I first heard him, it it was, an audio recording, and I hadn't heard him before. And he just has this like really high pitched voice. He has a lot of uh, comedy specials on Netflix, if you're curious. Yeah. Um, which you should be because he's amazing. And I thought it was Zach Braff from Scrubs. Zach Braff. And so I was just like, I, I didn't about know. That guy. I didn't know Zach Braff did did comedy. And you know, he kind of talks up like this, and uh-huh. it's kind of Seinfeldy, sort of. Yeah. When he gets all worked up, and. It was so funny, and I think it was like the Salt and Pepper Diner bit. Oh, um, which, the Salt and Pepper Diner bit. Is I don't remember which special story. that on, but just look that up the on YouTube. The top part. It's the um, last episode of the top part special. Oh, okay, there it's you go. on iTunes, I think. There you well. go. Spotify even. Spotify. What do you? It, it might. It's probably on Spotify. Um, <laughs> that's another weird thing. Com- comedians having Spotify yeah, stuff it looks weird. like they're musicians. <laughs> anyway, excuse me. And uh, your excuse, and. I just thought it was so funny. And then um, he, I think it's just because he makes fun of how like lanky and kind of like tall and skinny he is and like just, just um, wimpy, I guess. And he plays on that a lot and it's really funny. Yeah. I, he, he's really good at coming up with analogies. Oh, so good. Um, Which is hilarious. He, he's really good at describing things that we know very well in ways that we never would have thought of. Absolutely. You know, which is hilarious. Um, he is one of the... Um, he he and Bill Hader were the ones that worked on the Stefan Stefan, oh my gosh. Yeah, so so John um, wrote for SNL, for SNL and for Conan for a really That's long right. time. Um, and wrote a lot of like really good skits on SNL. Stefan was like one of my favorite SNL bits. If you if you haven't seen Stefan, you gotta Which, go look up Stefan. We need to make a Stephane. really long list for people to because look things up with. That is just one of it's the weirdest, but in some ways, like it's just it's the best. It's perfect. Bill Hader, it's amazing. So, oh, Bill Hader's incredible. That's a whole another. But yeah, John did such a great job of writing those, where like to some extent they're talking about the weirdest things. Yeah. But in some way, New you're York like, clubs. you're like, man, I like, I, I've kind of seen something like that. Yeah. You know, to some extent. Right. Obviously not, uh, they, they go a little further, but, um, <laughs> man, they're so funny. So funny. Um, there's a, there's another podcast, uh, called Good One and it's <laughs> good one. Good one. Yeah. And it's about, it's this guy that like loves, com- I don't know if he's actually a comedian, but he loves comedy yeah. and like studies it. Mm-hmm. And he interviews comedians and will like have them break down a specific joke they do. Interesting. And it's really cool. That's like, great. Um, and it kind of com- catches the comedians off guard because they're not used to people actually knowing anything about comedy yeah, when they get like interviewed. The man behind the curtain. Right. And so he has one with Seinfeld, one with like Weird Al about one of his songs. Yeah. And he has Seinfeld go through like a whole uh, joke about donut holes and and like hearing Seinfeld like break down his process and stuff is really interesting. And a lot of people yeah. have no idea that comedy takes that much work, mm-hmm. but like making people laugh is not easy. <laughs> not. Uh, I mean, we laugh 
around each other all sure. the time. Sure, I guess it's just different. But then once you get to a certain level, it's like people come expecting to laugh. Yeah. And that makes it even funnier. It makes it easier in some ways and harder in others. Yeah. Depending on what they're expecting. Totally. And and so it's just it's just weird. Like Seinfeld will have a joke for like years and he mm-hmm. won't use it because he doesn't think it's quite ready yet. Yeah. And but they're always so simple. Like, um, and because with donut holes, he's like. Um, donut holes aren't really a thing. Like, yeah. you can't buy a hole. <laughs> it's the absence of. The absence yeah. of the hole. Because donuts come with donut holes. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a good point. And, so, and good I was point. like, that's really funny. So, like, what we're actually eating when we say we're eating donut holes is the the, the, the donut, donut hole fillers. fillers. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's like, yeah. It's like and and why in, in the world did they get that name? Why not? Uh, hey, why not? When I'm talking about John Mulaney and things I freaking love, I have to bring up um, his his character, uh, Gil, uh, George St. Geeglin, <laughs> which is a part of um, Oh Hello. Uh, you can find that as well on Netflix. It was a Broadway performance. Right, which is just crazy. Which is hilarious that two comedians, him and Nick Kroll. Who's also um, amazing. Yes, he's hilarious. Came up with and performed on Broadway for months, oh, which is hilarious. Just as um, and it's, I'll be honest, um, the 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 Netflix special itself, the the Broadway performance is not my favorite. Yeah, it's funny, but it's kind of weird. It it, it kind of misses in a few ways. Mm. Um, but what I really love is the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, John Mulaney's George Saint Geeglin and uh, Nick Kroll's Gil Faison, and they just are so great together. Yeah, they're, they're just these, two old men. They're these two like <laughs> s- older men from the upper, I think, east side of New York City. Yeah. Um, and they're like weird and kind of racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and they just like they are just so funny. And Nick Kroll and John Mulaney do such great banter back and forth between each other. Mm. Um, but one of my favorite things is that they did these certain kind of press releases and or podcasts um, as the characters. Oh, that's great. Promoting their own oh Broadway show or whatever. Um, and so it's all improv. Like there are certain little aspects wow. that they've written. Now improv's a totally it's different a totally thing. different thing. But, oh man, yeah. I mean it's it's I mean it's a good it hour to ninety minutes of these conversations either on a podcast wow. or on like a, a live panel. Yeah, where uh, John Mulaney and Nick Kroll are not John Mulaney and Nick wow. Kroll. They're these these two um, characters, and they're just riffing as the oh, characters. That's so great. Completely improv, yeah. and to me, that is a billion times more funny than the Netflix or the the Broadway show itself. Right. It's this just them um, being absolutely ridiculous yeah. and living into these characters. And the funniest parts are when they catch each other off guard, <laughs> and and either Nick will say something or John will say something, and the other one like chokes on their water, yeah, <laughs> um, because they're like. It is all improv, yeah. and, but they're just genuinely funny people um, just hamming it up, and oh, it's so, so funny. Uh, they did a, a uh, yeah, you can just, like, if you go on YouTube and there's loads search, of like, for oh, it. hello, yeah. there's hour to 90 minute long, even two hours long conversations that's with great. these two characters. Yeah. That's another thing that's really awesome in comedy is... 
Um, and I know the actors hate this, but when, like in SNL, when they when they break character and just oh, like, that's the start laughing. Part. But it's, as a viewer, my favorite thing. Uh-huh. Like, it's, it's, and you can tell that they're kind of embarrassed and they're like trying to get it together yeah. and stuff, but it's so great. There's this one, my favorite instance of it. Well, it started, I mean, it started with like uh, the Carol Burnett show for me, like the first yeah. time I saw that. And um, Harvey Corman and, and them just like, no, they just like make each other crack up. But there's this one SNL skit called Debbie Downer. Oh man, have you seen I know it? Exactly what you're talking and, about. And yeah. and it's this family that goes to like Disneyland, and uh-huh. it just starts in, and they're like in a it's like a cafeteria that's like yeah, some, like, Disney princesses in it and stuff. Like they stayed at the hotel or something, and it's this family, and it's like every every person in there is like super famous now. But it was a while ago. It was like Jimmy Fallon and and. Uh, uh, Leslie Nope, what's her name? Amy Poehler Amy and Poehler, um, yeah. a couple other people, and and they and what is it? They're just they're just like having a conversation. They're and Lindsay about... Lohan is the host, and oh, so right, she's yeah. there too. And they're talking about just like random fun stuff about Disneyland. And then uh, Debbie Downer, I don't remember the actress's name that does it, but I always um, she was a regular name. for a while. She looks very similar to... She looks like Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. Yeah, yeah, which is funny, but she's got like brown hair. And she'll just say this for nothing. I know, me too. Because <laughs> I'm really good at that normally. Yeah. And it's like my skill. This is my, like my sad skill. Look at you. And... Uh, I think he said Pikachu. And <laughs> Pikachu. So the, they'll just be talking about something, and then she'll say, like, a really depressing fact. Yeah. That, or just, like, a news-related thing. Uh-huh. And and they'll, the camera will zoom in on her and go, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she just stares at the camera. Uh-huh. And... And it just becomes after, progressively more chaotic right. every time. And then after, like, two or three times, she just loses it. Well, they're all losing it. And they're it. all losing it. And and it just keeps... And then they can't even say their lines. Uh-huh. And it's it's the best example of that that I've ever the seen. The funniest part of that for me is um, one of the guy on the far right. I forget his name. He's kind of a... Is it Fred Armisen? No. He's, no. He's, uh, Oh, he looks like Bobby Moynihan, but it's yeah, not Bobby yeah, Moynihan. Yeah. <laughs> kind of more of a heavy set guy. But yeah. he's, he's there and, and he's laughing so hard that he starts crying. Yeah. And he doesn't have anything to wipe his tears with. <laughs> so he picks up a pancake and wipes... <laughs> really? I don't remember a, that. It's a Mickey-shaped waffle, yeah. I think. And he wipes his oh tears with the waffle. That's beautiful. It's I, how did I not know? So I've seen that skit funny. so many times. Yeah. It's, oh, I, I think... Um, Jimmy Fallon, or maybe it was, yeah, Jimmy Fallon, the guy was a guest on the show, on the Little Late oh. Night Show, and they were talking about it, and so then I went back and watched it, yeah. and saw him wipe, oh. and I was like, no way. That's funny. So funny. I'm going to have to watch it again now. Yeah, it's so great. But, but awesome. you know, I just love um, just being able to unwind and laugh. Yeah, it you know? makes you completely forget about anything that's yeah. going on. So, somehow laughter like does that it's weird whether it is a, a, a stand up yeah. comedy or whether it is like we said like an improv uh-huh. thing or even a movie um, a movie um, or just like watching other people laugh yeah um, or just being in a group of people and laughing you know what's really great is uh, Japanese game shows oh man the, yes um, it's like well that's it kind of the whole like, idea right is it chocolate or is it furniture or something like oh, that? Dear. And it's like these guys going around and they have to bite. You can only use your teeth and, uh-huh. and they have to bite different pieces of furniture to see if it's chocolate or real. And like, it's so funny. 
That's hilarious. It's so funny. Yeah, like who comes up with that? Uh, Japan. I don't know. Japan. <laughs> Japan comes They're up with that. They're a quirky place. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, I guess kind of to, just to sum it all up, I love comedy. I love kind of letting loose um, and just being able to really enjoy, you know, to the point of even crying, laughing. Yeah. Um, it's such a good feeling. There's something just really I need to do it more. about that. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? It's we actually good. both just saw John Mulaney live at the Ryman my in Nashville. abs were hurting so Oh my gosh, bad. my face hurts yeah. so Yeah, oh my face too, yeah. And what was great, they had boxes of popcorn instead of bags. Did they like really? the the skinny, like uh-huh. classic, like popcorn yeah. boxes of popcorn. And that made it so much better somehow. Of uh, course, it's the Ryman, it's it, classy. It was just... He made a really good joke about Nashville that just landed so well. Uh, yeah, I love that he opened. He opened with it. it was very, great. very like specific to our city. Yeah, it was awesome. Not like, hey, this is my written set. Yeah, just it's, diving right in. That's yeah. another thing. One thing comedians can't do: transitions. They just they'll be talking. So that's our show. And <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be funny to. That was a nice to cut. do a weird cut. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, you were talking about transitions. Yeah, and then I transitioned badly. And then it was badly. a really bad transition. Did you transition. like that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's funny sometimes with uh, comedian, like stand-up comedy, like setups to jokes. Yeah. Like, if you just took the setup, <laughs> like you've never actually heard the punchline or the yeah, story yeah. or whatever. Like, it's just what like, are you talking about? So I've been watching a lot of Law & Order recently. Right, like at a party, it's like, thanks, dude, go. Yeah, who does that? Go talk to somebody else. Yeah. They're so bad at that. That would be... John's good at it, though. John's that's, very good at it, That's something yeah. I like about him. I do. That would be really funny to see, like, some sort of a sketch of, like, all comedians at a party. <laughs> and they're Or all... even, a, like, a, a video compilation of all the setups of jokes. Yeah, well, just, like, the idea of, like, a bunch of comedians together. And I know they wouldn't actually act like this. Or would they? But if they were just, like, trying to insert themselves in conversation... At like a so I broke up with a girl recently. Yeah. So I'm 35 now. <laughs> that's, that's a big one. They'll like yeah. come out with their age all of a sudden. Yeah. It's like, okay. And my body's falling apart. <laughs> and they just like, but it's just comedians doing different of their own bits. Right. But it's conversational. Right. Rather For them than trying like, to be conversational. Yeah, trying to be conversational. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, that's I so SNL funny. writers if you're listening. Yeah, it's like... Uh, it's like comedians are always comedians, and they're not able to right, actually they can't have ever turn it off. I actually, I made coffee for Chris Rock one time. Really? Yeah. I worked at um, the like newest, fanciest hotel coffee shop in Nashville for a little cool. bit. Um, this was like a year ago or whatever. And so like all the A-listers would, would stay. It's a really nice hotel. And they yeah. would stay there. And so I, I got to meet like so many of those kind of people. And... Chris Rock came in, and he's just Chris Rock all the time. Like he, really, he's just he's, like he's that way all the time. That much uh-huh. all the time, and like he was even just like making absurd comments as like he tried to grab somebody's latte. He's like, "Is this my latte?" And I was like, "Nope, that's that guy's." And he just like started cussing the guy out, but like in a funny way. I was he like, just oh, took a man. couple sips of it, and you're, he was like, "Yeah, that's you're not welcome." Mine. <laughs> yeah, and it's it was. I feel was like great. that would be. I don't know. I I want. I go back and forth. I wonder if that would be me, or if I would like want to escape right. that. Would you take advantage of it, or would you? Would it's I like, just? I think I just, everybody thinks about if they were a celebrity, like how yeah. they would 
active. I feel like I would take advantage of it and just like be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So well, Bill Murray on... does a great job. Oh, Bill that. Murray's the best at that. He's the best at just like I would want to get on TMZ. I think mm-hmm. that would be fun. Just for fun. Yeah. Just do something ridiculous. Yeah. Break uh, into their did office. You, you may have seen this. It was some Bill Murray thing where he did something crazy. As Bill Murray does. As Bill Murray does, and he just leaned into the person that he was like messing with. Yeah. And he just said, because no one will believe this. Oh, and yeah, then yeah, walks yeah. away. <laughs> that's, like, that's like an internet lore type of thing. Yeah. Like, I've seen so many posts about that, and, like, it all has the same ending. It's incredible. And I believe all of them. Yeah. All of them. I feel like... Wait, all of them? Yeah. Oh, that's very serious. Yeah. It's Bill Murray. <laughs> no, he's the man, for sure. But, yeah. Wow. We've done a lot of talking. We've done a lot of talking. This has been so good. This has been great. This is our first first time ever doing a podcast. Yeah. Both of us. Especially together. Uh, actually, no, I'm a seasoned veteran. Whoa. Yeah. I'm actually I, a secret in, NPR mole. Yeah. Murvabe. Um, Murvab. <laughs> a Murvab. <laughs> if you were listening earlier, quiz. Oh, uh, yeah. So good. So, so wow. Wow. Thanks for listening to uh, our show, if anybody listens to yeah, it. Yeah, thanks for just listening to us thanks to my family who's Chat with the only family. people who are gonna listen to it <laughs> uh my fiance caroline you're the best yes um uh, i'm just really enjoying doing this yeah if anyone listens again. uh you know if you have any things you can contact us at actually we don't have anything that you can contact us mm, man contact yeah us we haven't really but look in the future for things with the name Stuff I Freaking Love. Yeah. And maybe we'll get in contact. We're just going to keep talking about things that are fun. Yeah. Um, it's basically just an excuse to hang out and blab about things. Blab. Man, I haven't used the word blab in a while. That's good. There's... Okay, can I can I say something real quick? I guess so. <laughs> so, um, I'm taking a pathology class right now. Oh, well. We're talking about cells dying. Okay. And there's this thing that happens where the cell wall kind of goes out outside of the cell wall and they're called blebs <laughs> they're actually called b-l-e-b-s <laughs> no and i just read that and like couldn't think about anything else oh my gosh yell, yell, yell. science ladies and gentlemen so now as i am getting older I'm, I'm doing a joke setup by the way oh um see i'm, I'm getting thanks for older, telling me and my body's changing yeah and i'm losing metabolism and my I'm starting to get these little muffin tops, uh-huh. but I'm just going to call them blebs. 